his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Three oh five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Tuesday afternoon, and I am thrilled to say that joining us, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Bobby Kennedy, who not too long ago announced that he is running for president, now is an independent. Last time we chatted with him, I I think he had real sincere hopes he was going to be able to save the Democratic Party from itself, and, well, now he's come over, I think, to our way of thinking that there's a better way. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for, me, for having me back on the show. Well, the uh, the pleasure is mine, I assure you. Uh, give us just a, a, a little idea. What was it that you analyzed to, to bring you to the conclusion that independent was really the way to go? Well, the, I mean, you know, I, I the, the, the strategy of campaigning within the Democratic Party, which is the party that I grew up in, that my family has been involved with and, and leading for, you know, we've, my, for over a hundred years, since my great, great grandfather or great grandfather, Honey Fitz was mayor of Boston. My other great, great grandfather, uh, Patrick Kennedy was uh, a ward boss in Boston. So my family's been, you know, at the forefront of American politics since then. And it's very, very difficult I want for me to leave the democratic party. Um, but, uh, running in the Democratic Party, it became clear that, first of all, that they were not going to let me win. They had, they had I think there, we listed 60 different rules that they adopted to make sure that no matter what happened, I couldn't win. Among those rules, they, they made a rule that said anybody who steps in the state of New Hampshire, which I had already done, uh, that no vote cast for them in New Hampshire will count for them so that all the votes that were cast for me would count for the president instead. And it was like showing up at a, you know, at a football game and the, the, the referees are wearing the uniform from the other side. They consolidated the DNC and, and President Biden consolidated their campaigns in a single office. The charter of the DNC yeah. says that they have to be neutral, but, um, that got thrown out the window and all the, you know, the DNC and the Biden campaign were one campaign. So, and it's, but it, you know, there's a broader issue here, which is the takeover of both the Republican and the Democratic Party by a donor base. 
um, and particularly the you know the big military contractors like Raytheon, General Dynamics, Boeing, and Lockheed, and then the big financial houses like BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, Goldman, um, and that a lot of the leadership of the Democratic Party is most concerned with protecting that donor base, and so progressive candidates like Tulsi Gabbard like Bernie Sanders, um, like Jim Webb, mm-hmm. uh, are, you know, they, they all, I would say that a lot of the, the DNC leadership would rather have Trump as president than a progressive Democrat to run because of the displeasure in the, the database. And, you know, then there was also, you know, I, I think, both parties now are locked in this kind of tribal battle with each other um, that has that is escalating the polarization, this very, very toxic polarization of our country, and that it's really beneficial for me to step outside of that dynamic yeah. and to focus instead on the values that hold Americans together rather than all of these kind of culture war issues that are used to keep us apart. And what I found, Jeff, campaigning across the country and in Ohio today, Cincinnati and Columbus, um, is that there's a lot more things that Democrats and Republicans rank and file agree on than the issues that are, you know, that have, have us hating on each other and at, are at each other's throats. Right. Everybody wants veterans to be taken care of. Everybody wants a clean environment. Everybody wants good schools for our children and decent pay for our teachers. Uh, Everybody wants, you know, nobody wants the Mexican drug cartel controlling our borders. They want sealed borders and Mm. they, you know, and, and wide gates so that immigrants can come in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We need in this country. We all need, we all want a voting system that works and everybody has faith, faith in, and, you know, so many other issues that I've been finding this wide, wide landscape of things that everybody agrees on. Everybody wants our children to be healthy, wants to get rid of toxics in our food supply. And nobody wants this corrupt merger of state and corporate power that has turned the regulatory agencies predatory against the American people from the Fed, the EPA, the FDA, NIH, all of them. Absolutely, you know it, it. It is it is very refreshing to uh, to hear you speaking again, and to hear you speaking as you do honestly and from the heart. I had, uh, you know, I'm a North Shore guy, a Swampscott guy. I had totally forgotten about the uh, uh, the Honey Fitz connection. So my gosh, yeah, it's <laughs> go back a long time. Uh, yeah, a long, long time. Yeah, and and I don't know about you. I, I I'd like to think that the reason our Pats are losing is is because the refs are wearing the other. Team Team's jerseys, but I, I think it's more in-house than that. Uh, let me ask you, because you've come to a point, I've got to say, Bobby, where you sound a lot like many of us who grew up uh, tried and true Democrats, never thought about being anywhere else, uh, but are now looking at this and looking at issues that impact everybody across the political spectrum. Inflation is hitting everybody, and I know We've had so much attention, certainly the last couple of weeks, on international affairs. And I know you've got a big, big release coming up on international issues. So let's talk domestic. What are the pressing issues and how do you fix them? On the international issues? 
no, no, no. I want to I want to focus on domestic because I I know that you've got a big oh, release yeah. coming up in the next couple of days internationally. We'll get you back for that. But but let's talk dollars and cents. We're all going to the gas pumps. We're all going to uh, the grocery stores, and nobody has any money left. Yeah, you know what I'm finding uh, that the biggest issue is. I think we everybody's worried about inflation, but the biggest issue is is housing costs because there's a whole generation of kids that is not are not going to get in the house, and this includes my own kid. I have seven kids. Jeff, the oldest one is 39, and he owns a house. The youngest six all went to good schools. They all have good jobs, right. and none of them have any conception that they could buy a house. The cost of housing has gone up much higher than inflation, much faster. The average cost of a house two years ago was $215,000. Today it's $400,000. The interest rates have gone from 3 to 7%. So the, the actual price of a house to these kids and to, you know, to any but he wants to buy a single-family home. Yeah. It's four or five times what it was two years ago, and the reason for that is there's three giant companies, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, mm-hmm. that already own collectively. They all own each other, so it's really one big company. Right. But they own collectively 88% of the S&P 500. And they've now decided they want to own the land in this country, including the farmland, but also residential housing. Mm-hmm. So everybody tells me of these stories of about to, they were about to put money down on a house or go into escrow, sign a contract at the last minute. Somebody comes in with an offer, a cash offer, 20% above that asking price and snatches it away. And it's, it, you know, when you look at whose this is, it's an LLC with an ambiguous name. Right. But when you follow the breadcrumbs, it leads you back to BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. So they now own, the corporations now own 5% of the housing, which is why the housing prices are jumping up. That marginal ownership mm. is driving it all up, and they are on track to controlling between 40 and 60% of American single-family homes by eight, within six years. So it's the end of the American ownership society. We move from being owners to renters. We move from being citizens to subjects. And, you know, it destroys community. Because if you own a home, you care about about the the schools, the police, the roads, the hospitals. You care about your neighbors. You care about the appearance. But also you have an entree into the capitalist system because you now have equity which means you can borrow money, you can get a second mortgage, and you can pursue your entrepreneurial impulses. Yes. When I was a kid, you know, America was had half the wealth on our earth because we transformed the American middle class mm-hmm. into the greatest economic engine in the history of mankind. And we launched that, that 50 years of extraordinary prosperity right after World War II by putting every American into a home and the whole generation into homes with the GI Bill and these other programs. And that allowed them then to borrow money, start small businesses, and to generate wealth for everybody. That's right. That's right. I, I got to tell you something, Bobby. You know, my my sons, are, they're both in college, one at Stanford, one at Ithaca, and uh, they have said to me, the I, the very idea of owning their own home someday 
is is completely and totally foreign to them and and their classmates which god it just breaks my heart because I, I i grew up with that as as my dream that someday i'd have a little piece of the pie yeah and you know it was that was the central proposition the central promise of the american dream which is if you worked hard you played by the rules you could finance a home, you could take a summer vacation, you could raise a family, and you could put something aside for retirement with one job. Yes. And no kid today believes that's true. You know, I saw this, this um, poll, this very disturbing poll, Jeff, that came out three weeks ago that said in 2013, 85% of the young people between 18 and 34 in America said they were proud of the United States of America. The same poll taken three weeks ago shows that only 17% are. This that generation, I've got kids the same age as yours. They have, they went to those colleges. They have great jobs and none of them and none of their friends is thinking of, of that, that part of the American promise applies to them. They're all, we have broken the promise to them and they, they don't have hope for their future. Oh. They've lost hope in our country. And it is, you know, absolute tragedy. And it's because these these giant corporations are, you know, are, are owning everything. Yeah. Well, I, I want to get you to touch on that. I remind everybody, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, is joining us. He's very politely said in the past, call him Bobby. So I'm calling him Bobby. I never thought I'd have that opportunity, but I'm going to. Um, I, you, you talk about this. Look, Klaus Schwab, this World Economic Forum, right? They said you won't own anything and you'll be happy about it. I got news for you, Bobby. I, I do own stuff. And I'm responsible, and damn it, I want my sons to have the same opportunity. I don't want them to be happy about being servants and renters. Well, you know, the head of BlackRock is Larry Fink. Now, BlackRock, which owns, you know, big, big chunks of State Street and Vanguard, mm-hmm. but BlackRock on its own is the biggest company in the world. It is $8 trillion, $10 trillion under management. Wow. So that makes it the third largest economy on earth after China and Russia is three times the economy of, of California. California has a GDP of three trillion. So the head of BlackRock is Larry Schwab or, or, or Larry Fink. Right, right. Larry Fink is on the board of the World Economic Forum. And, you know, they meet every year in Davos, the Billionaires Boys Club, to decide, you know, what the world is going to look like for the rest of us. Right. And, you know, and, and if you look, like, the, the, this whole generation, now, we just passed this big milestone, Jeff, of a trillion dollars in credit card debt. Yes. The average income in this country is $5,000 less than the cost of basic human needs, the cost of transportation, housing, and food. So you buy the bare minimum of those things over here. You're the average American. You're now $5,000 in debt. Mm. They're putting that money on the credit cards. They're being charged 22%. The the companies that are charging them, Visa, MasterCard, Wells Fargo, Chase, Citibank, Morgan, um, yep. the, uh, the mafia did that. It would be called loan shark. That's right. <laughs> but these companies, it's business as usual. And who do you think owns every one of those companies? BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. 
So, you know, they're doing it right in front of us. They're strip mining the wealth from the American middle class and, you know, and, and destroying our equity, destroying democracy in the process. And, you know, I'm, I, I have a plan that, uh, to how to stop them, and that's what I'm talking about on the road. Right. Right. Well, well, listen, if you thought 20 years ago, if the local uh, loan shark came to you and said the VIG on this loan is going to be 30 percent, they would be arrested and charged with usury. But you open your credit card bill, man. It's exactly that. Right. It's 30 percent. Yeah. And, you know, you have you know, I'm running against two men who have both been president and they're running on the idea that. They've brought huge prosperity in this country. And you talk to Americans and tell them that, and they feel like they're being gaslighted. Yeah. You know, I was in class six months talking to, sitting at a lot of people's kitchen tables and talking to them, and you know, they're not experiencing prosperity. They're experiencing instead this disintegration, not only economic, but disintegration of public health, this, this explosive rise of chronic disease, autoimmune disease, allergic disease, neurological diseases, is uh, uh, the destruction of their mental health community that drives in addiction, drug, uh, uh, alcoholism, suicide, yeah. and just the atomization of reputation of community that's accompanied is, you know, absolute theft of all of the wealth of the American middle class and all of our hopes. And it's very, very distressing. Uh, people are making choices. You know, I talk to elderly people who are cutting up their prescription pills to, uh, to, to you know, so they can afford food. Yeah. yeah. Um, young mothers who are, who are downgrading ingredients so that they can make it through the checkout line. You know, I talked to a kid two weeks ago who said every Tuesday he has to choose between filling up his car and having a meal that day. And, you know, you've got a whole generation of, of people, and the whole American experience is experiencing this kind of, you know, anxiety and, and, um, and financial anxiety. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, listen, I, I I know you're slammed for time. So, number one, I always appreciate you making time for us. And as I said, I, I know that you've got a, a, a big uh, uh, presentation, if you will, on the international affairs coming out in the next couple of days. Number one, would it be okay? Would you be able to come back in a week or two after the international stuff is released so we can talk about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Jim. Okay, and number two, for folks who are hearing this, and, and remember, you're talking to a lot of people, I think like yourself, who, who through the years have said, well, I'm a Democrat, but, you know, they've kind of moved away from me. Or, or folks like me who are saying, I've become a Republican because I feel as, as the Democrats have left me, but, you know, maybe Bobby Kennedy is the, is the Democrat I remember growing up. Uh, how do they learn more? How do they look at the campaign uh, online? Uh, people should go to Kennedy24.com. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah, I encourage you to, to volunteer and to, you know, to learn more about it. All right. Well, we will get that out there. Kennedy twenty twenty four dot com. Kennedy twenty twenty four dot com. Oh, Kennedy twenty four dot com. Oh, Kennedy twenty four dot com. I apologize. Kennedy twenty four dot com. We'll get that up there, and then we'll make arrangements to uh, to get you back after your uh, release on all the international stuff. Thank you so much for being here. I'm looking forward to chatting again really, really soon. Thank you so much. Uh, talk to you soon.
All right, thank you. That is Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He'll be with us, I don't know, next week or the week after. He's got a release coming out on international issues. Uh, listen, gang, I know a lot of people are already in one camp or another. I think most of us, and I'm, I'm going to include myself in this, uh, I, I, I feel myself voting for former President Trump. But I love hearing what Bobby Kennedy has to say. I really do. I'm inspired by what he has to say, and I think he can help shape the conversation. Right? Joe Biden's already cashed out on all of this stuff. He's gone. We know that. Donald Trump, I guarantee you, is listening to what Bobby Kennedy is saying and saying, okay, we got to address some of those issues. Bobby Kennedy may not be president, but Bobby Kennedy can help President Trump, I guarantee you he can, to look at some of these issues, the uh, the tabletop issues, the kitchen table issues, the idea that your kids and my kids are, are of the opinion that they probably will never, ever be able to own a home. There's something fundamentally wrong with that. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. 335, Jeff Gantz, News Radio, WRVA. I want to tell you, I just got some information a couple of moments ago. All of the VIP tickets for Politics and Pints are gone. I, I, I warned you, all of the VIP tickets have now been sold for Politics and Pints. I don't want you to be overly upset because the general admission tickets are still great tickets. You'll still enjoy what has become a, a, a real benchmark event for Sent. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Virginia, it's me, it's John Reed, it's Howard Gutman. Man, oh man, we mix it up. We talk about all of the issues of the day. And this time, first time ever, uh, former Virginia Governor Doug Wilder is going to join us on stage probably about 10, 15 minutes. Not staying for the whole thing. No, 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 no. Because, no. But he's going to be there about 10, 15 minutes. We'll kick around a few things. And he will be part of the VIP meet and greet backstage. So that VIP thing just got better, even though all the tickets are gone. So 
It's going to be a sellout, as it always is. Please go to NewsRadioWRVA.com, NewsRadioWRVA.com. Get your general admission tickets. Why you can still get tickets, because, again, it will be a sellout. It's Wednesday, November the 1st, the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. I thank Bobby Kennedy for uh, for joining us a little bit earlier, and he'll be back uh, next week or the week after. We'll talk about some of the foreign affairs issues. Clearly, what is going on in Israel is the issue as far as I'm concerned. We watch these despicable, bottom-feeding, savage terrorists from Hamas come in and slaughter children, rape grandmothers. I mean, it's just it, it's absolutely unheard of. And what happens? What happens? Mainstream media, legacy news media hacks in many cases. Some some government leaders like, oh, oh, Israel, please don't respond. You know, it has to be, quote, proportional. Well, I'll tell you what. The IDF doesn't rape grandmothers. They don't slaughter children. But my, my sincere, fervent prayer is they demolish Hamas. Uh, they, they make them dust. Now, having said that, my friend Mort Klein from ZOA, Zionist Organization of America, has clearly been following this probably closer than just about anybody, and I'm happy he's here. Mort, thank you for making time for us. You know, if somebody down the street comes and gives, punches me in the face, do I proportionally have to punch him back only once? I'll hit him 27 times to make sure he doesn't get up again. This proportionate thing is only applied to hurt Jewish people of Israel. I just wanted to open it up and say that. Well, Mort, you're absolutely correct. And let's face it, the the, the UN, these anti-Semites there, it's always the same. It's it's uh, Hamas or, or another terrorist organization strikes Israel. Then all of a sudden, Israel is the one that's that's the bad guy. Can we overcome that this time and just be done with Hamas? <laughs> Look, Biden is already, the Biden-Obama-Soros administration. I must emphasize that. Yes. This is uh, obama and and uh, 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 Susan Rice and yep. uh, Valerie Jarrett yep. behind the scenes <laughs> telling uh, Biden what to do, yep. and Alex Soros, who's been at the White House twenty times, <laughs> telling what to do. <laughs> he just mouths whatever they want, and they have been pressuring Israel not to go. And you notice they haven't gone in yet. <laughs> they right. pressured Israel not to hit schools or, or mosques, but that's where the missiles are. And under the laws of war, you're allowed to hit any area uh, where, where the missiles are coming from if there's a missile issue. <laughs> and Biden, by the way, is in significant part responsible for, what has, for this monstrous Muslim-Arab atrocities that have occurred. Mm-hmm. He gave, in the last two weeks, he's given Iran $16 billion, $6 billion from South Korea, $10 billion uh, from Iraq. Right. And over the last two and a half years, uh, he eliminated all sanctions. He's ignored all sanctions on Israel that Trump put in, where yeah. Iran was down to $4 billion in reserves. Now they have $70, billion in reserves because of the money they're making from oil that Trump wouldn't let them sell. That's so he's right. ignored sanctions. Uh, and uh, uh, in addition, uh, he's called the Bibi government an extreme government publicly. He's never called the Palestinian Authority extreme. He's right. never even called Hamas extreme, right. and he's refused to meet with Bibi uh, at the White House. And in addition, he has praised Israel haters in Congress. I don't know if people know this. Recently, when he met with Rashida Tlaib, one of the most vicious Jew haters, Israel bashers in Congress from Michigan, mm-hmm. he said this. I wrote it down. I admire, Rashida Tlaib, your intellect, your passion, your concern for so many other people from my heart. 
I promise you, I'll do everything I can to see that your people are well. You're a fighter, Rashida. God thanks you for being such a great fighter. Can you imagine saying this to a monster like Rashida Tlaib? So this has only inspired Iran (laughs) and Hamas, where they see uh, that Biden, uh, Obama are essentially on their side and and certainly weaker. And uh, that's why this happened. This would never have happened under Trump. That's not a political statement. That's a statement of political fact. Right. Well, well, more take a look at him. My God, Donald Trump, President Trump, was able to go in there. These Abrahamic Accords. He was bringing Arab nations into normalized relations with Israel. Just what three weeks ago, we've got Saudi Arabia ready apparently to engage in some sort of normal relationship with Israel, and then this happens. And you're right; it was Joe Biden who loosened up uh, tens of millions of dollars for these uh, these despicable murderers in Iran. I tell you, and what's even more frightening are the rallies in the major cities in America yeah. and, and the rallies on college campuses supporting yep. the murder of Jewish people and the raping of Jewish women. This is like the German beer, beer halls of the 1930s, yes. where they were screaming to kill all the Jews. They're now screaming kill all the Jews on campuses. And, and the presidents of Harvard and Columbia and Penn are refusing to condemn this saying freedom of speech, no matter how outrageous, they have a right to say it. I'll tell you this, if there were rallies praising the Ku Klux Klan to kill blacks, do you think they would say freedom of speech? That's right. That's right. Hey, what is happening at, at, at Penn? I know that's kind of your, uh, your wheelhouse, my old stomping grounds uh, in Philadelphia. What are they doing there? <laughs> well, Penn, a few weeks ago, had a, a vicious Islamic... Arab Muslim terrorist conference with the most vicious speakers imaginable who called for the murder of Jewish people and destruction of Israel. I and others begged the president to cancel it. Mm-hmm. That they, they, they don't have an obligation to allow anybody on campus. It's their right. campus. Right. She right. refused. She gave a weak statement uh, criticizing it, but then again screamed freedom of speech. And... Uh, and the, and, the, and the conference went on, and now, because of what's happened in Israel, um, among their biggest donors, like uh, the head of Apollo Management, uh, Mark Rowan, uh, uh, and other major uh, donors, have said that the president of Penn must resign because of her allowing this conference, uh, and if they don't resign, no more money. And these are people who give mega-million-dollar gifts. And so many of many of the of the alumni, uh, John Huntsman, not Jewish, I think he's a Mormon, That's right. uh, who's given them forty million, no more money. Mark uh, has uh, uh, Rowan, who's given them fifty million dollars two years ago, no more money. Uh, David Magerman, who's given big gifts, no more money. Uh, so uh, finally, donors to universities are realizing universities are hotbeds of radicalism and extremism and hatred and they're starting to close their wallets. I hope and pray other donors to other universities around the country should stop funding these universities. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I would certainly hope 
that that becomes the case more. Now, remind everybody, Mort Klein is joining us. Mort is the uh, president of ZOA, the Zionist Organization of America. It's an organization that for, for decades now has stood up and fought back, really fought back, against the uh, the hatred of Jews. We, we colloquially call it anti-Semitism, but let's call it what it is. It's hatred of Jews, and we're seeing it uh, uh, who, who are... More, they're 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 celebrating. I mean, that's just it. It's not even that they're saying, "Oh, I take this uh, side or that." They're freaking uh, celebrating uh, the slaughter of babies. Uh, what the hell has happened to uh, us? I know when they talk about <laughs> we must protect the civilians, uh, innocent civilians of Gaza. <laughs> really, innocent civilians. Let me tell you about their own polls. Their own polls, and this is in the last few months, recent. Seventy-one <laughs> percent support murdering people in Israel. 68% support the terrorist groups to remain. 83% support to not do anything against the terrorist groups. Uh, so in other words, the vast majority of the Palestinian Arabs support killing Jews and destroying Israel. And when these destructions occur, they start praising their brothers who are killing Jews. They start handing out sweets in the streets of Gaza and elsewhere to celebrate. Yep. And when, Gaza, when, when these Islamic... Arab Hamas Nazis drove open-air trucks with naked bodies of murdered Jews through the streets. Thousands of Gaza civilians were cheering in the streets and spitting at the bodies. These are not innocent civilians. I have no pity on these people. They're, they're, they're supporters of, the, of this tragic murder. They're not lovely people just trying to make a living. That's right. That's right. So, Mort, what, what is next? We, we've learned, uh, as you've pointed out, Joe Biden is going to Israel. Is he actually going to meet with uh, Bibi Netanyahu? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He's meeting Bibi. Uh, he's going to meet Abbas. Abbas says, stay away. I don't want to meet with you. Oh. Is that something? Wow. We give them, that's another issue. Trump stopped all aid to the Palestinians. We used to give them $500 million a year of our tax, tax dollars. He said, as long as you, Mr. Palestinian Authority pay Arabs lifetime pensions to murder Jews. They pay any Arab who kills a Jew gets a lifetime pension. Yep. Uh, they spend $400 million a year on this. Trump said, until you get rid of this policy, no more money. Right. Trump, uh, Biden and Obama come into power. They up it, and they give the Palestinian Authority $800 million of our money. $800 million. Wow. <laughs> So, uh, wow. Uh, wow. and despite that, Abbas says, I'm not meeting with him. Uh, Biden is going to meet with Bibi. I think he's going to put enormous pressure on him because when he gave a speech a few days ago that people praised, uh, I criticized him in the New York Times. Yes. He didn't mention Iran in his speech. That's right. And he, pro and he promoted a Palestinian state uh, in his speech. I was very unhappy with it. He's now going to, going to pressure Israel to uh, allow hundreds of trucks to come in for alleged humanitarian aid. Oh. Who knows what's really in their trucks? That's right. And he's going to ask Bibi to slow down and, uh, and not go in. Th yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. That's well, why me, he's going there. Uh, Mort, uh, if I could write Bibi's speech, uh, I would have Bibi turn to him and say, Kishmir Tuchus, and say full steam mm -hmm. ahead. And uh, uh, be done with Hamas. That's it. It's time. Right? It's enough of this crap already. You can't do it anymore. It's enough. Uh, Israel's afraid they will need uh, 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 additional uh, uh, military supplies to continue this war. 
and they'll need help from America. So he's, he's got a problem. In oh. addition, Big D's got a problem that Hezbollah's got 150,000 missiles given to them by Iran, yep. and Iran has already threatened that they will join the war if, if Israel goes in. This is a very tough situation. But if America was crystal clear, we're yeah. going to help Israel, we support Israel, don't you dare mess with Israel, we're coming after you with them. As yeah. Lindsey Graham said this week, he said, if you start to around, if you go after Israel, we're coming after you. We in America, we're going to bring our own troops in. Because yeah. remember, we've got 30 Americans who are kidnapped hostages right now. That's right. 30 Americans, and another several dozen were murdered. Yeah. So we have our own American stake in, in what's going on there. My God, what do you what do you think happens? I mean, I, I know you don't do predictions more, but you're so close to this. Does does BB yield to that sort of pressure, or does he? I, I, I mean, I, I can't see opening Gaza up again uh, just to have more more murderers. I think Israel has no choice. They can't remain living next door to an Islamic Arab Hamas terrorist Nazi group. Yep. <laughs> threatening Israel on a daily basis. They can't right. live like this. That's right. So I think That's Bibi, no matter what, is going to have to go after and destroy Hamas in every way they can, yeah. no matter what, what the consequences may be. There's right. almost no choice. And the, and the Israelis are absolutely demanding yep. get rid of the Islamic Arab terrorist group Hamas. Yep. We can't live with them anymore. Yep. They try, by the way, you know, Israel uh, allowed 20,000 Hamas, uh, not Hamas, Gaza Arabs to come in and work. Uh, right. They allowed Qatar to give 15 to 30 million a year to Hamas to yep. try and make their lives better, thinking if they make their lives better, uh, yep. maybe they'll be, it'll, it'll be more pleasant. Nice. But uh, not understanding Hamas's goal is murdering Jews and destroying Israel, not having a better life. If right. they wanted a better life, they would be acting in a total diff totally different way. Absolutely. Listen, you know what, Mort? I take them at their, at their word. When you yeah. tell me that you want to eliminate all of us from the river to the sea, I got you. It's crystal clear as far as I'm concerned, and uh, I, I hope hellfire is, is, is unleashed upon Gaza on the part of uh, BB and IDF and destroys Hamas. That's all. Just be done with it. you got to be done with it. And we Americans have to understand the, the Hamas, Iran, and Hezbollah people are constantly, when they're doing their marches, proclaiming this. First the Saturday people, next the Sunday people. Right. So, so the Christians in the world, the Christians in America, they're endangered also. Israel's right. first, That's but right. Christians are second. That's this right. is a war against the West uh, and against our values. It's not That's a war right. only against the Jews of Israel. The Absolutely. Jews of Israel are closer, they're first. God forbid we're next. We, we, so it's in our American interest to That's stop right. these Islamic, Muslim, Arab, Nazis. Nazi-like terrorists. Absolutely. Uh, ZOA.org, that's the website, right? ZOA.org. ZOA.org, you'll learn lots of what I just said on that website. All right, listen, Mort, stay strong. We'll talk again soon. I always appreciate you making time for us. Well, it's a pleasure to speak to such a clear-thinking analyst, a radio show host like you. It's really a special pleasure. Well, thank you. That is uh, Mort Klein. He is the president of ZOA, Zionist Organization of America. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. I've got to remind you about politics and pints. You've probably heard people talk about. If you have been to one of our other politics and pints events, do me a favor. I want to feature some of your stories 
Uh, would you text me? 833-804-1140. 833-804-1140. What was the part of the politics and pints that you came to that you enjoyed the most? I guarantee everybody's got one. And if you would like to make your own, you've got to get your tickets now. NewsRadioWRVA.com is the only way to get them. All of the VIP tickets are sold out. Boom, sorry, simple as that. General admission, still a great seat. It is the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. It is designed so that people in the audience see what's going on on stage. I guarantee you. But get those tickets now before they're all gone. Wednesday, November the 1st, 7 p.m. will be the event. NewsRadioWRVA.com. Four oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Tuesday afternoon. <sighs> There's so much that you and I are are dealing with, in addition to you know just regular life. On the upside, we've got politics and pints coming up on Wednesday, November the first, seven p.m. The historic Beacon Theater down in Hopewell. And it kicks off at 7 o'clock in the evening. All the VIP tickets are gone. I, I, I did warn you. I don't want to be the guy that said, hey, I told you so, but I told you so. I know. I've been doing politics and pints since the beginning. In fact, I came up with the name Politics and Pints. Our former uh, program mangler wanted to call it Pints and Politics. I said, no, no, you don't want to lead with the booze. It sounds like it's, you know, just getting around to drinking. That's, that's not what it is. Politics first, then the drink. The politics will drive you to drink. I get it. So anyway, uh, John Reed and Howard Gutman and I have been doing this since day one. We have a great time. We really do. People leave, I would dare say, happy, quite happy with the, uh, the show. Maybe you learn something. Hopefully you don't. Nah, you don't want to learn something. You want it to be a fun night out. So uh, we've got great general admission tickets that are still available, but we sell this thing out every single time we do it. Period. End of story. And we had a big meeting today. Uh, I was with uh, John. Uh, and, it was you know, it's always good to see John. I, I, I know we listen to John in the morning starting at 6 a.m. and all the rest of that, but it's just always good to hang out with him. And Gary Hess was uh, was part of the meeting, another absolute ace. Um, I, I love Gary. But we're, we're totally ready for this, and we've done something, I think, pretty interesting. Uh, Doug Wilder, the former governor of our beloved Commonwealth, is actually going to be sort of kind of part of politics and bites. And here's what I mean. We told you that the VIP experience was pretty cool. Well, it just got cooler because Doug Wilder is going to be part of the meet and greet backstage. But then he'll be out on stage with us for, we're not really sure on the time, 10, 15 minutes. That's all. We don't want him to get uh, you know down in the mud with the rest of us. He'll be there. We'll chat a little bit. We'll have a good time. And then uh, he's going to exit. I almost said he'll exit stage left, but I don't know. Maybe he'll exit stage right now. And that'll be a great, great Experience. So if you want to be part of it again, only place to get your tickets, newsradiowrva.com, newsradiowrva.com. Okay? If you have been to one of our prior politics and pints, can you do me a favor? 
shoot me a text, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. We want to get your texts talking about your experience, okay? Simple to do it, just text it to us, 833-804-1140. I told you, I told you, I told you that the Jew haters in the legacy news media ranks would expose themselves, they can't help themselves. Well, let us start with... Uh, ABC and NBC, cut number five. We are here because we have no other choice. Israel's thundering airstrikes on Gaza continues to level entire neighborhoods. While in the occupied West Bank, 55 Palestinians have been killed in the past week alone in clashes with Israeli troops during arrest raids and in attacks by Jewish settlers. As Israel's strikes only intensify, hospitals are at breaking point. There are so many injured they have to be treated on the floor. This exhausted doctor discovers his wife and children have been injured in an attack and later finds out one of his young sons didn't survive. This man tries to soothe a bruised and battered baby by singing him a prayer. A little boy says his last goodbye to his mother. In Gaza, the humanitarian crisis is worsening. Around 600,000 Palestinians have followed Israel's orders, according to the Israeli army, to evacuate northern Gaza, which is expected to bear the brunt of an Israeli ground assault. But not everyone can leave. Like the 22 children at an orphanage in Gaza City, our crew visited. Twelve of the children here are disabled. They're being cared for now by only two adults, after the rest of the staff left for safer areas. Ayas is nine years old. He's blind and has profound disabilities. Maria is seven years old and can only scoot. Mm-hmm. So here's my question to those uh, pro-Hamas people, the ABC reporter, the NBC reporter. Well, they're propagandists is what they are. How come you don't give a crap about the Israeli children, the Jewish children? Where were you? Why, why, why didn't you do anything about that? You talk about the, quote, occupied West Bank. Well, you know who occupies the West Bank? Palestinians. They occupy it. They're in charge. They've always been in charge, right? We were told, hey, Israel, give some land. You'll get some peace. They gave the land. Israel doesn't run Gaza. It's not occupied by the Israelis. The Israelis have a border that they protect, unlike the United States. They got 20,000 folks from Gaza every single solitary day cross the border and work in Israel. It's like the worker program, actually, that the United States has had with Mexico for years. Now we don't even need it with Mexico because we don't even have a border. But Israel still believes that they should have a border. Safe, secure border. So how, how come those reporters are not concerned with the dead Jews? Because they're not. I'm going to tell you that right now. They're not. They don't give a crap. How come they don't ask the folks in Gaza, hey, your government, led by this uh, Mahmoud Abbas, who was elected in what, 2004, I think was the last election? How come you don't get him to, you know, pick up the trash, operate a desalinization plant, have an effective post office? Then they want to tell you, oh my gosh, take a look, there's so many people in the hospital. 
Well, it may or may not be true. I don't know. What I do know is that the terrorists who control Gaza put their weaponry in schools, in hospitals. They do it intentionally so that they can have those images. By the way, before you are totally overcome with emotion, you should take a look at some of the videos that have uh, unintentionally been released that show the Hamas people, the Gaza people, the Gazans, crying and wailing and moaning with a doll. They shoot the video, and they're crying, oh my God, it's a dead baby. And then they they didn't edit it properly. So it's clear it's actually a doll. Now, I'm not here to tell you that there are uh, no civilian casualties. There are absolutely going to be civilian casualties. This is war. This is what happens in war. You and I, uh, if we're 50-something years old, we really haven't seen a war. We really haven't. We're obviously too young to remember World War II or Korea. We really don't remember Vietnam. The only thing that I can vaguely recall, a couple of images I think I saw on television news when I was a tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny little kid, and that's it. Grenada? Mm, All right. Uh, The first, uh, you know, the Iraqi freedom and the rest of it? Yeah, sort of, for sure. But this is going to be uglier and bloodier and more fatalities will be in evidence. Because this is war. Rule number one in war, young men die. Rule number two in war, you cannot change rule number one. We're going to see ugliness. We're going to see deaths. And this is what happens. And I, I hate to be completely and totally crass, but here's the reality. Israel is now in a fight for its survival. The Jewish people are in a fight for our survival. And I don't know about you, my policy is never again, never again will my people be marched into ovens. I stand with Bibi, I stand with Israel, and if you don't stand with Israel, you are standing with evil. It's 414, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Four twenty one, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Tuesday afternoon as we all sensed, and as I predicted, the legacy news media hacks are showing their true colors. Contempt for the Jews, hatred for the Jews, contempt for Israel, hatred for the Israelis. And it's just becoming more and more apparent. A day or two, my God. I mean, after all, how do you spin? How do you spin the slaughter of little babies? How do you spin the raping of grandmothers? How do you spin the kidnapping of the severely disabled and and folks with uh, dementia? Well... You can see what they're doing. You can hear what they're doing. You can read what they're doing. See, it's all about what they call proportional response. And make no mistake, this uh, uh, collection of slugs in the White House are going to do everything they can to try and pressure 
B.B. Netanyahu not to do what he needs to do, which is to destroy Hamas. And there are people I know who listen, all right, look, Jeff, we got it. We got it. You're a Jewish guy. You're concerned about the Jewish people. Got it. But what do I care? Well, because they're starting with the Jews. They've made very clear this is the thing is that you have to bear this in mind. You need to be aware of this. There have been no lies really told. They've said it clearly. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. First, we're going to destroy the Jews. And then we're going to destroy the Christians. That's what Hamas wants to do. It's what Hezbollah wants to do. It's what Iran wants to do. Mort Klein pointed out, how do they phrase it? Well, first we're going after the Saturday people, then we're going after the Sunday people. Now, I, I really am so sorry to hear that there will be some innocent people in Gaza who lose their lives. But I know that unless you are okay with, with, with bloodshed continually visited upon Israel, then this is the only response that the Israelis have. This is what Bibi Netanyahu needs to do. He's got to eradicate Hamas. Remove it from the face of the planet. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk a little bit more about it. i got a few more examples of uh, how the, uh, the narrative is changing to uh, embrace those who hate the Jews. It's sad, but it's true. It is 426, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 436, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Am I supposed to uh, weep for the, uh, the girl in that uh, little ABC News thing? Oh, they bombed the hospital. They bombed this. They bombed that. Listen. Let me explain this to you. Let me explain it to everybody, for anybody who might actually still be confused at this point. Hamas, the other terrorist organizations, the PLO, the Hezbollah, they all operate this way. Every last one of them. 
what they do is they place their munitions in places where there are innocent people, such as hospitals, such as schools. And then they allow those innocent people to be their uh, their bodyguard. You know, there's a, there's a meme that goes around, a cartoon that goes around that I've shared. If, if you haven't seen it, just go over to uh, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. There are a couple of versions, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, but I've shared it many times. And it's uh, a Muslim fighter. And it's an Israeli fighter, a Jewish fighter. We will uh, see the Israeli fighter standing in front of a child. And you will see the terrorist standing in back of the child. And that sums it up. I remind you about Golda Meir, the former uh, Prime Minister of Israel. Remember what she said? And it's, it's as true today as when she said it. She was Prime Minister back in the 70s. She said, we can forgive the Arabs for killing our children. We cannot forgive the Arabs for making us kill their children. And we can never have peace with them until they love their children more than they hate us. Bear that in mind. Every one of the deaths that occur of, quote, civilians in Gaza is on Hamas. It's not on Israel. It's on Hamas. And the sickness that has infected American campuses, college campuses, including VCU, advocating on behalf of terrorists. I mean, it, it's absolutely stomach-turning. It's nauseating. That Michael Rao, for a second, had a pair of uh, uh, courage on him. I thought a little, you know, a little bit of courage, a little testicular fortitude. Say, hey, we condemn the savage, barbaric behavior. And then all of a sudden, somebody says, oh, you, you can't use those words, savage and barbaric. Why not? It's true. Well... Eh, no, you can't use them. Can't use them. And so what did he do? Well, he reworked everything. Oh, gosh, we're so sorry that, uh, you know, the cafeteria had bad food and this. Oh, yeah, there's some dead people. But, you know, other than that, it's, it's all hunky-dory. So I think Michael Rowell demonstrated for all of us that he's actually a coward. Now, he remains the highest paid Virginia State employee. What the hell he does at VCU is beyond me. But for a second, I thought he had some courage, some integrity. And, uh, well, then he, he revised everything and brought me back to my, my initial assessment of him. This will happen. There will be more deaths coming from Gaza. And it's not on Israel. It's on Hamas. And I don't care how many of the, uh, the chattering heads you hear. I don't care how many news readers read the uh, the Israel bashing news. I'm telling you what the situation is. And let's be very clear on this. Very, very clear. One of the tricks 
that these folks use is to say, oh, well, you know, we're, we're not against uh, we're, we're not against the Jews. We're against Zionists. We're against Zionism. Make no mistake. Zionism and Judaism are the same. Zionism is the quest to return to the Jewish homeland. That's all that it is. And so there's this real careful spinning that goes on. And invariably, invariably, you have the useful idiots in newsrooms who go along with it. Because, you know, they just don't know any better. They don't care. And they don't care. That's, that's the other part of it. We heard it from ABC and uh, NBC. Hey, how about uh, CBS? They're also getting in on the, uh, the pivot. Cut number four. Israel's already reduced many parts of Gaza to rubble since last week's attack. More than 2,700 Palestinians killed in just over a week and nearly 10,000 wounded. Gaza is awash with grief and despair. This ice cream truck turned into a makeshift morgue. Palestinians are lining up for whatever resources they can get as Israel's completely cut off food and electricity and limited water to the territory. Outside one bakery, desperation setting in. Hospitals are overwhelmed as the UN warns that the fuel that keeps those critical facilities open will soon run out. I spoke on the phone with Maha Barakat, an aid worker from New Jersey. She managed to flee south but says she's already run out of water and only has enough gas to make one attempt to leave. There are those voices there across this region and elsewhere who say the price of military action is too great, that too many civilians are now dying, too many Palestinians are already dying. We're in a full war here, and the responsibility isn't on us. You should take that question straight back to Hamas. Wow! I don't know who he is, but good for him. You, you heard, you heard. The uh, <clears throat> journalist, the reporter, right? Spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And then I guess he made some mistake. He chatted with somebody who actually knew what the hell was going on. And that person kind of enlightened him. And he's absolutely correct, by the way. Don't blame Israel for any of this. None of it. This is Hamas. Every, quote, ice cream truck that's being used as a morgue, and I would question that, but uh, maybe it is. Everything that's going on in Gaza right now is a direct result of Hamas. Slaughtering children, raping grandmothers, kidnapping the disabled. That's what this is about. It's 443, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. 452 Jeff Katz News Radio WRVA. It is a Tuesday. We are uh, rescheduling our buddy uh, Craig Peterson, who's normally with us uh, at uh, 4:30 on Tuesdays. Uh, we had uh, some stuff going on, and so we'll get that rescheduled ASAP. I think he's going to be with us tomorrow, as a matter of fact, which will be just fantastic now listen we have i know so much that uh, we are dealing with i know that there's a lot of stuff where people are saying but i i don't think that applies to me if i were not uh, as connected to the situation in israel and as aware of what hamas and iran and hezbollah are really all about i i might be thinking the same thing i really would well you know i'm not israeli what do i care eh, i'm not jewish what do i care well because those terrorist groups have indicated very clearly 
They have a plan. Now, they may be sick, twisted, depraved, murderous, savage, brutal thugs, but they have a plan. And their plan is that they are starting with Israel. They are starting with the Jews. And uh, then they'll move on to you. Now, maybe you're thinking, oh, my God, I'd like to uh, I'd like to be number one on somebody's list. No, it's not a list you want to be number one on. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Let me let me share a couple of uh, texts that have come in. Eight three three eight zero four eleven forty eight three three eight zero four eleven forty. Jeff, uh, we went to all of the politics and pines pre COVID, and they were all so much fun. Uh, the repartee and camaraderie was worth every penny. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, it says, I hate to miss this one, especially with Governor Wilder being there. He's a gem. I know it's going to be great. That's Roxana. Well, thank you, Roxana. Well, we're sorry we won't see you this one, but it's not going to be the last one. Don't worry about that. Hey, Jeff, the headlines are blaming everyone but Hamas. They will not call it what it is. The destruction was brought about by the Palestinians. What does that young woman think Israel should do? Put the blame back where the blame lives. That's a PD in uh, Mechanicsville. Jeff, thanks for calling out the young imbecile whining over the bombing of the hospital in Gaza. I almost puked when I heard the newsreader read that. I know he's just reading propaganda generated by the woke hangers-on. I just wish uh, he wouldn't sound so gleeful as he reports it. Jeff, oh my God, this news spew. Good for that guy. Put it where it belongs. Uh, where it uh, belongs, rather. Hey, Jeff, the Palestinian territory was virtually a Bronze Age area prior to the Israelis returning to their homeland in 1948. The Jewish people turned the desert into a beautiful land with amazing farms, infrastructure, nice homes, factories, hospitals, education facilities, etc. Then they provided jobs for the Arab people, health care, good food, and safety for their families. Israel was attacked, innocent people treated in the most horrible of ways, children were tortured, women raped and sexually abused in unbelievable ways. This must stop. Israel must not back down or give in to any attempts to keep them from annihilating Hamas. Jim in uh, Mechanicsville. Well, thank you, Jim. I I appreciate it. I appreciate the insight. I appreciate uh, the concern that everybody who is following the story uh, is offering. And I remind you to uh, shoot us an email. Uh, not, not an email, text, rather. 833-804-1140. 833-804-1140. Uh, we'll share it with everybody. If you haven't gotten your tickets for politics and pints yet, man, I, I know I'm, uh, I'm bugging you. I'm annoying you. But... I did warn you about the VIP packages. Well, they are all gone. We have great general admission seats left. It's the Beacon Theater in Hopewell. It's designed for you to uh, to see the show on stage, believe me. So go and get your tickets now while we still have tickets for you to get. NewsRadioWRVA.com. NewsRadioWRVA.com. 456, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Five oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Tuesday afternoon. Coming up at five thirty-five, 
We are going to revisit our discussion with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, Bobby Kennedy was with us uh, right out of the gate, 3.05 this afternoon. And I know it's a, it's a tough time for, for a lot of folks. We've got so many people coming in and coming out. and People get out of work. They're going to work. Uh, so at 5.35, we're going to uh, replay the conversation we had with uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Bobby Kennedy. Uh, and I think there's a, there's a lot there that we need to pay attention to. Now, you may or may not vote for him for president. I understand that. But I think he needs to be heard. In fact, I know he needs to be heard. And, and what he's talking about resonates with those of us who are conservative. Not every issue, because God knows he's unbelievably wrong on some stuff. Oh, my God, bat crap crazy wrong. But there's a lot of stuff where former President Trump and Bobby Kennedy have a lot of common ground. They really do. And I would, I would love to see at some point the two of them working together. Now, I personally am looking at former President Trump and saying he's my guy. He's, he's so far in the lead with the Republican uh, nomination process, I just don't see how anybody can, can catch him. And even these nonsensical attacks, these nonstop uh, indictments are not derailing him. But they are keeping him on, off of the, uh, the campaign trail, and that's what they're designed to do. Let, make no mistake about it. What is happening to Donald Trump is by design, and it is the leftists, it's the Biden folks who are doing this. They don't like Donald Trump. All right, well, sure, share some news that nobody knows, right? But you know what that means? That means they don't like you. Donald Trump has spoken for the people. And I know that there are moments where you think, oh, he's crass, he's coarse, I wouldn't say it that way. But when you listen to the actual message, he's advocating on behalf of people. And he had our economy humming along in such a way, my God, it was incredible. These indictments, these attacks on him via the Biden DOJ, and other legal things going on around the country, they're all designed to keep him from campaigning. I wish that weren't true. I really do. I wish that some of the stuff was absolutely legitimate. And then you could say, well, no, we've got to examine. This is, this is hard evidence. But none of it seems to rise to that. You need to remember, I'm, I'm kind of a law and order guy, right? That's one of the knocks I get. Hey, Jeff, you always take the side of the cops. You're always on the side of the prosecutor. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I, I certainly lean into supporting law enforcement. And that being said, as I'm looking at some of these, quote, charges that have been leveled against Donald Trump, I see a lot of nonsense. But I do see them being somewhat effective in terms of limiting his ability to campaign. Yesterday, this, this judge in D.C., appointed by Barack Obama, came out with a gag order. And, and you heard some of the, uh, the needle threading on the part of the legacy news media. Oh, it's a, it's a very narrow gag order. Any gag order of any sort on the former president of the United States is outrageous. Any gag order imposed upon someone who is, number one, leading 
in every poll, not just in the primary election, but in the general election. A gag order imposed on someone like that? That's what happens in Venezuela. This is third world banana republic sort of crap. Donald Trump addressed it, by the way. I want you to take a listen to this. Cut number seven. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. So we'll see. We'll appeal it and we'll see. But it's, it's so, un, so unconstitutional. The good thing is we have so much support. It's incredible. So, and it just makes it even more so. Look, I'm the only guy that ever got indicted. I got indicted more than Alphonse Capone. Did anyone ever hear of Alphonse? <laughs> Al Capone, if you looked him, if you looked at him the wrong way, he was seriously tough, right? Scarface, you know, they call him Scarface. Had a little scar in there. I'm sure it was a minor accident, but he was Scarface. But Al Capone, if you looked at him in the wrong way, if he didn't like you, you looked at him a little bit askance, he blew your brains out. He was only indicted one time. I w- I've been invited, I've been indicted four times. And in addition, I have the civil trials that are all coming out of the Justice Department. They've weaponized the Justice Department and the FBI. They've weaponized. Think of it, the Justice Department. This is like a banana republic. But we're going to be okay. The good news is I'm the only one that's ever been indicted where the numbers went through the roof. Because the people understand it. No, it's true. He's right. You may not want to concede that. Okay, that's fine. But he's right. Everything that he just said is completely and totally true. And that really upsets a number of people, but it's absolutely true. What's going on with the uh, the Biden team? Well, they've now imposed a uh, gender identity pronoun mandate on employees. So if you show up tomorrow and say, hey... Uh, you have to refer to me using female pronouns, even though you're, you're a guy. If you don't use the female pronouns, then apparently you could lose your federal government job. That's what they're focused on. They've driven the economy into the ground. They have the United States in such a terrible position, and I, w- I would offer to you, just as our buddy... Uh, Alex Marlowe said the other day on the program, the editor of Breitbart, his new book, Breaking Biden, said, hey, the Bidens operate like a, like a, like a crime family. It's, it's like a RICO operation. And, and they're essentially a wholly owned subsidiary of the uh, Chinese Communist Party. And, and, and you take a look at what's going on, man. You would be hard pressed to make any sort of valid argument against it. So that's what they're focusing on. Oh, well, if you want to be a boy, you can be a boy. You want to be a girl, you can be a girl. You want to be a giraffe. Fantastic. Congratulations. And, and if folks don't buy into your giraffe fantasy, then uh, they're the bad people. It's not that you need help. It's not that you need to uh, discuss this with a professional. Uh, it's, a, it's that the people who won't pretend that you're a giraffe, uh, they're the ones who are, are, they're just evil. They're just evil. They just need to be silenced. Can I give credit to uh, Howard Gutman for a second? No, it doesn't happen that often. Lord knows it's, uh, let's see, how long have I known Howard? Five years. So this would be the, yep, first time in five years. But Howard on this meeting today, 
I don't know if I'm allowed to share it, but I'm going to share it. We had this Zoom meeting all about politics and pints. And it, uh, I don't know, it's probably still going on for all I know. Our staff meetings just never seem to end. But all of that being said, Howard talked about something that he did. You know, Howard's a Democrat and will always be a Democrat. He's a swamp dweller. But he said Rashida Tlaib should be thrown out of the Democrat Party. That's what he's advocating for. He said he hasn't gotten an answer from Mark Warner. And that's one of his best buddies. They were uh, roommates at, uh, where was it, Harvard Law School. Roommates. And I think there was some congressman who said, yeah, I agree with you. We ought to kick her out of the Democrat Party. You're damn right you ought to kick her out of the Democrat Party. What you have now in Congress, you have the Hamas caucus. AOC is another one. I'm going to share some of uh, what she said in just a moment. And then, well, I'm giving you fair warning. I've got a clip from MSNBC. I know, I know, but you have to hear what these people are saying, and I do watch it so that you don't have to, all right? That's the deal. No, it's okay. You're welcome. We dive into all of this and way more at our Politics and Pints events. Make no mistake about that. It's the seventh one that we're going to be doing. We took like a year hiatus or two, whatever it was, with COVID. But we're back, and they're bigger and better than ever before. We're now, uh, at least for this one, we're going to be down in Hopewell at the historic Beacon Theater. It's me. It's John Reed, who I know you're listening to in the morning. God bless you. You have to listen to John. He's got great stuff there. And Howard Gutman, who, well, nobody listens to. But, uh, you know, he's, he's an unrepentant leftist. He's a nice guy. I mean, I like Howard. I really do. But he's, he's just back crap crazy. And, and so the three of us get together. We, you know, we hash it out. Everybody's got a beer. Some people make the the S on pints more important. Maybe they have two beers. But we have a great time up on stage. And then we get some questions and answer sort of stuff. Well, this time, uh, former Governor Doug Wilder is going to be there. He's sort of like the opener, if you will. He's going to be out with us, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, chat about a few things. Then he's he's out of there. I don't think he wants any part of it. That's okay. But then it'll be us. And Gary Hess is our great uh, ringmaster does a great job if you'd like to join us you can do that you have to buy tickets online newsradio wrva.com newsradio wrva.com and i uh, the vip tickets are all sold out i i gave you that warning up front every time people say eh, i'll wait i'll wait and now we're in this situation no more vip tickets general admission though they're nice seats you'll be able to see everything going on newsradio wrba.com the only way to get them remember it's wednesday november the first starts at 7 p.m at the historic beacon theater in hopewell 515 jeff katz news radio wrva 521 jeff katz news radio wrva a tuesday afternoon Governor Yunkin has issued a uh, full pardon for a gentleman who uh, is a veteran, got involved with drugs, did some bad stuff, went to prison for quite a while, and uh, in prison, frankly, turned his life around in such a way that he's now helping other veterans, he's helping other people who uh, uh, have gotten involved with drugs. Now, he's been out for quite some time now, but uh, Governor Yunkin just issued that uh, full pardon. Uh, a little bit earlier today, and it's one of those where you look at it and go, yeah, that's exactly what a pardon is supposed to do. That's the sort of person that it's supposed to uh, take care of. I mentioned to you that there's uh, 
there's some craziness out there, not the least of which is uh, MSNBC, which I watch so that you don't have to. And it, it it's okay. You're welcome. Uh, cut number six. Yeah, well, they are in agony. These are, it's a combination, um, in part, family members of the, we now know more than 200, possibly as high as 300, we don't know, hostages, Israeli civilians who were taken by Hamas as either leverage against Israel or as human shields, um, and people angry at Netanyahu who may not have a personal tragedy, but remember, Netanyahu is a very unpopular prime minister. There have been massive protests against him before this war this entire year because he was trying to pass a series of laws that would overhaul completely Israel's system of government and make it authoritarian and people feel he weakened Israel he's now getting uh, a sort of blowback I wasn't sure would come which is his own ministers have started apologizing um, a Likud party member today a, a member of the parliament posted this really like I mean very um, emotional Facebook post entitled Sorry, asking forgiveness for the people of Israel. And what's appearing is that basically the Prime Minister and the Minister of Defense are the only two people who are in power and won't take responsibility for now. He hasn't taken any responsibility. Has he been trying to place the blame elsewhere? Yes, he has. It's unfortunate, but he has. Um, Netanyahu operates and has for many years a network of proxies, a whole, uh, his son operates this pretty strong online troll network. Nothing, I repeat, nothing that either one of them just said is even remotely true. Even down to the letter that she's allegedly quoting. Nothing in that entire soundbite is true. That is MSNBC. All right, uh, let me give you, uh, uh, I hate to do this to you, but AOC also uh, decided to weigh in on this. Go ahead, you can guess which side she's on. Cut number eight. Off, you and several other of your colleagues uh, released a statement calling on a, for a ceasefire uh, in the region. But I wonder, what is Israel supposed to do about Hamas after they murdered, brutalized, mm-hmm. abducted over mm-hmm. a thousand of their citizens? Are they supposed to just do nothing? Well, you know, I think what's important to note about a ceasefire is that it's not one-sided. Hamas has been sending thousands of rockets into Israel as well. And what is important is for us to identify our goal in terms of what safety means, in terms of what defense means. But and if I, think I may, it, Congresswoman, I think the position from Israel's perspective is that there was already an attack. Mm-hmm. And Hamas already committed an attack. Mm-hmm. After that happened, do you really believe that they should not respond to that? I think what is important in terms of response is Israel does have a right to to self-defense. I think what we need to take a look at in this situation is if collective punishment qualifies as defense, if the blockade on water, food, electricity, if the dropping of white phosphorus, uh, which is an indiscriminate weapon, qualifies. So I do believe that there's a discussion to be had here. I don't believe that an either or approach is what is necessary, but we should identify what our goal is, which is the cooling of tensions in the region. I never thought I'd say it. Three cheers for the CNN lady. That was on CNN. And I suppose AOC expected that CNN. It's, you know, they're, they're trying to be MSNBC. How bad could it be? That CNN reporter 
actually did a good job. So three cheers for her for standing up to AOC, not letting AOC buffalo anybody, not letting AOC run uh, roughshod over people. That CNN reporter deserves some credit. So I wanted to give it uh, to them. So congratulations. I was very, very impressed with that. I'll tell you what, I think you're going to be very impressed with our uh, latest Politics and Pints event. Comes up on Wednesday, November the 1st, the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. Uh, it's the usual crowd, me and John Reed and uh, Howard Gutman and Gary Hess. And then for uh, 10, 15 minutes or so, former Governor Doug Wilder. Only way to get your tickets, and it's going to be a sellout. They all are. Newsradio, WRVA.com. Newsradio, WRVA.com. First thing tomorrow morning, you listen to two of those great guys, my buddy John and my buddy Gary, right here on News Radio WRVA. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.